What's up, world? Vacation is over, and so are your nightmares. Kevin is back where... (laughs) (laughs) Kevin is back where he belongs. Um, Where's my spot? Handing out pamphlets and screaming into a bullhorn outside of the Western Hills Aldi. Most importantly, we are back for episode 66 of Knifey Lion My name is Jonah, tanned god amongst men, imploring you to pick up a Frankie Amaya shirt from portside.threadless.com or just find the tweet about it. Joining me today, it's another vacationer, the swims with jellyfisher, Zach. Ooh, baby. Maybe joining us in a little bit, once the munchkins go to bed, a man who took a South Carolina vacation one week before us, that's right, three vacations to South Carolina, none of them together. It's Nick from soccer. Howdy. Right? Is that what he would say? (laughs) Um, It's 9.15 after the Sunday night game. The children are sleeping. Today, we are so honored to talk about Thursday's 4-1 learning experience. experience. Versus Deuce, Deuce, yeah, fuck them. Deuce Soup United. Also, the 2-0 against the New England Revolutionaires. That'll be in the recap. Two games in one week means the boys in blue. <laughs> Happy 100. Crowd goes wild. Had two chances to become the FCC Man. of the week. Maybe a tackle smash. And, oh, there was definitely one of these on Thursday. So at least honor one move with a brand new edition of Stalin. Oh, you mad because I'm styling on them. And if you respond to my message, we'll give Kevin the appropriate amount of time this week in a brand new edition. Oh, And we'll cover everything else and more in this week's Potpourri. Before all that, I simply, I simply must backtrack to thank Kevin for filling in for episode 65. I laughed, I cried, I learned, and I loved. It was the most relaxing Sunday night, Sunday night, Sunday night I've had in a long time. And again, if you liked Kevin's style, go listen to his and co-host Jason's podcast. What's this soccer thing? I know Zach could really use that. Covers all sorts of interesting stuff. It's not a weekly FCC podcast, so I have no issue steering you his way. Kevin, you can take this podcast over next year full-time when we all say, Fuck it. It was uh, was a little polarizing, wasn't it? Didn't seem to be. And Kevin, you are now in charge of the velvet rope, forever deciding who gets access to the John Harks Cave of Wonders, Wonders, Wonders. Zach, do you see that live-action remake of Aladdin, or what? No, I haven't yet, actually, and look like shit. Yeah, it did. Aladdin is maybe my favorite movie of all time, and uh, it didn't really stir me. Lion King, I'll, I'm going to go see. No. Apparently it was Guy Ritchie, but a far cry from Snatch. Yeah, for sure. I got uh, <clears throat> I got banned from an apartment for calling someone a Snatch one time, and... Uh, those were the old days when you could say things like that. Yeah. Not on this podcast. No, for sure. Free speech is dead. 
God. The libtards killed it. <laughs> but you know, you're not traveling to any caves before you pay your bills. Zach, I don't know if you heard about this, but you can show your pride in a whole new way. Oh, baby. With the brand new Visa debit card from First Financial Bank. Did you know First Financial Bank is the exclusive banking partner of FC Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. And they're just as committed to this club as you and I are. And based on the attendance tonight, that's a fact. For sure. I was there both games. I stayed till the end. That makes me real. I'm the first financial of fans. Yeah. (laughs) This guy's a banker. Um, Fuck. Where was I? I'm doing this off the dome. But not only does the card look awesome. Man, does this card look cool. Gary's on it. It feels good, too. It swipes clean. It's like a black card. Yeah, Seinfeld's got one. Um, He's got number one. Um, Not only does it look awesome, because it does, but it gives you discounts on SEC tickets and merch. Find out how to get yours and to see account terms and conditions at bankatfirst.com forward slash FC Cincinnati. First Financial Bank member. FDIC. Wow. That's my favorite part to say. <laughs> Am I allowed to say it since uh member FDIC? Are you guys listening? I think the contract says that you've got to read it. So. You've got mail. What are we talking about? Oh, it says my internet's working. Maybe Nick can call it later. It's there it it's is. Loading. Wow. Nice. Wow. All right, let's get in. Well, actually, Zach. Yeah, what's up? Um, you want to talk about vacation? I, yeah, I got it. it. says vacation small talk, but save most of it for potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> Zach back from vacation, South Carolina without spilling all the beans. Huh? It was great. I drove. Me too. We uh, stayed the night in Asheville. And, did uh, your non-Amelia friend also drive or did you do the whole way? I did the whole way down. Uh, she drove... A lot of the way back, which was a stressful drive back. It was stormy. I'll tell you what, I can't, um, I can't sleep in the passenger seat. I didn't sleep at all. Not that I don't trust my wife, but I don't trust her. Um, and we'll ask Nick about his vacation if he calls in later. I'll tell you what, Nick's not a big ocean swimmer. What? The what? Hell? Why do you even go to Myrtle said? Beach? Yeah. Interesting. Well, apparently. Jellyfish are plenty, but let's save that for later. First, I got to talk about this game. I really enjoy these nighttime ones. I I like the vibe better. Yeah. Sleep with us. (laughs) (laughs) Lay your head on that pillow. And um, it's going to be extra bad because I'm going to be editing. What's the opposite of uh, Jerry Bruckheimer? Uh, Who's the guy who did Thin Red Line? Because I'm going to edit like that. Slow, long shots of leaves and trees. Uh, Terrence. Terrence. You know the guy. Fuck. Not Terrence Mann. That's the made-up dude in uh, Field of Dreams. Let's get into the Thursday game. This starting lineup had everything. Not to sound like a... What's his face from SNL? Spencer Ritchie, Kendall Waston, Justin Hoyt, Matthew Dupin, Alvis Powell, Frankie Amaya, Bertone, Alan Cruz, Rashawn Daly, Kakuta Mane, Emmanuel Desma, <sighs> head coach Yohan Demay. Zach, real quick, what'd you think? That's uh, Terrence Malick. Terrence, I was. How could I think of Terrence and get stuck? 
<laughs> this is the thin red line episode of podcast. <clears throat> hey, baby, I get paid either way. So fuck your earbuds. I don't give a fuck. This team's trash. You go listen to Entering MLS and SC Cincinnati podcast if you want to hear what it sounds like to be in a cavernous room with one mic pointing at the sky. What's a uh, man? All the other ones sound like shit. What do they use? Anyway, sorry. You don't have to edit that. You're not editing. <laughs> Say whatever I want. And it's going to get through. It's a great lineup. Um, I I don't think Rashawn should be our starting striker, but... Fuck you. My man's coming off a goal. I, know, I do That's like a, him. I do like him, though. And uh, he did pretty good, actually, in this game. But he's not as good as Adi. Take that. I don't know if their goal total says they're equals. But uh, Wayne Rooney coming to Cincinnati. Zach... You've been a Manchester United fan since you were three or an age, something like that. Did you ever dream you'd see Wayne Rooney playing our hometown soccer team in a non-friendly game? What a world. No, I never dreamed we'd have a hometown MLS team. So, um, Let's put a cap on it. Wayne Rooney's performance versus Zlatan's. Who are you giving the nod to? Well, I'd give it to Rooney, but that being said... Galaxy went 2-0 up real fast, so uh, he turned it off. He turned quick. it off. Yeah, uh, yeah. He gave a little more hustle than Zlatan did. Well, he always has. That's true. Um, but first half, I didn't have much to say about this game, especially anymore after the way this week has turned out. But you know what? I thought we looked okay, not bad at all. I'd say equals. They were seemed content to let us have a decent amount of the ball. We're kind of holding back, and I was like. All right. Did you think that too? Do yeah, you remember? I, d- I did. I did think that. I thought we looked all right. Um, but I will say, I talked to Nick about this. They were closing down our lanes in the midfield. And in particular, um, we're so used to Frankie getting on the ball so much because he's always showing for it. And he could not, he couldn't get free. He didn't get the ball very much at all, especially in that first half. And uh, I just couldn't see him. Yeah, they just couldn't see lost. him, I guess. He, he did seem to get lost in there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to remember any dangerous things we really put together in the first half. No, but it, don't, it did feel good. And then their goal was very frustrating because he had all the time in the world. Yeah, it was the 42nd minute. I just couldn't couldn't hold out till halftime. They get their goal. Um, a series of events, plays, passes, this and that. <laughs> All of it culminating in their goal going past our goalkeeper. Very memorable. What was your favorite part about their goal? What was um, the most memorable part? I think, uh, I don't like to lay blame, but whoever's fault it was. <laughs> Not closing down fast enough. and uh, You blew it, buddy. Yeah. Whichever one. It was a great shot. I don't really think Spencer could have done much. He was outstretched. Yeah, that, I don't think that was TT's play of the game. No. One of the other four might have been, <laughs> or three. <laughs> so that led us to halftime, and then we come out really guns blazing, and uh, we earned ourselves a PK. And Zach, it was just a hilarious way to earn a PK. What was it? <laughs> I believe it was a handball. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, I never saw a replay. It really got pinged at him. It seemed a little tough. Yeah, it did. But uh, it felt just. I was like, you know what? We deserve yeah, that's what I thought. And who steps up to the, take the PKs? Um, since like Darren Maddox might be our penalty taker when he's starting, Manu Ledesma. And I'll tell you what, I was watching that shit through my fingers, and I was in my seat. <laughs> I was sitting on the bench or the bleacher, 
Zach, what were your thoughts? Did you think he's got this for sure, or did you have that pit in your stomach feeling? I thought he might try and chip him or do something stupid, and uh, he did do something <laughs> stupid. Uh, they should have. <laughs> they really. I've never seen someone stop as I, much as he no, stopped. I have seen it, but they outlawed it. Yeah, <laughs> like Ronaldo used to do that. Yeah, and they still do it's it. It's been years. They still do it, but your momentum. If this. Or just pitter patter. Yeah. Yeah. And this was no. This was blatant. Yeah, and they were upset. They were so upset we got two yellow cards out of it. Look like I only see one here on the list, but I thought we got two out of it. Uh, I think Ariola and Rooney were so pissed off by it. And um there's a lot of people angry with refs tonight on both sides. Tonight, <laughs> Thursday night. Yeah. I think the the complaint on Thursday night, um, at least from my perspective, is the ref called two different games in each half. He was not consistent at all. No, and in the scheme of things, it ended up not mattering because we uh, had five minutes of glory with the game being tied. And then uh, DC United grabs that lead again. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, okay, okay guys, <laughs> let's settle the ship. <laughs> 64th minute. They you get know, us again. <laughs> yeah, we did have the one in the first half. Didn't Waston put one off the crossbar? Ahead I thought that was the second half. You could be right. Oh, oh Jesus, Jesus fucking Christ. Christ, here he comes. Let's see what he says, if he says howdy. Hello? Hello. Damn. It's Nick. Hello. Um, Nick, we're live. <laughs> yeah. We're, I figured. We're streaming on all platforms. We are knee-deep in Thursday night. <laughs> Your voice just echoed like a robot. I have no idea what you just said. Something about Thursday night? Knee-deep. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, okay. Nick, how about sorry, sorry to so rudely interrupt. No, hey, hey, we're doing a uh, soft voices. The kids are don't, so- wake my, oh. don't wake the kid up in my headphones. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up that topic because there's a seriously good chance my kids are gonna get out of bed. I'm gonna get have to get angry and put this on mute. <sighs> Fucking kids not being asleep, jerks. But Nick, what, what did you see in DC's third goal? <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> Yeah, it was Wayne Rooney's goal. That pass, the pass made to Wayne Rooney was just, I mean, it looked amazing in person, but uh, watching the replay of it, I mean, what a fucking ball. I mean, curled it right around Waston. And, um, you know, I think something that may have been lost on a lot of people was Rooney's first touch, like, into space, cut it back at such a tight angle that, that Watson couldn't couldn't get a foot on it. And then uh, just unlucky, really, with, uh, with, I believe it was Hoyt, just Pop, popping it right through his legs but that fucking pass was meant everything in the world um in terms of that goal because just the absolute amazing ball it was and Watson was kind of funny footed it looks like if you watch it the first time it looks like he's just standing there but now he got kind of turned with Rooney's first touch and then I gotta say I think if Hagelin's in there he would have gone to ground quicker and maybe stopped that shot that's one Possibly. thing he's good for <laughs> Awkwardly going to ground. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, at 3-1, I was thinking, I don't know about this one. (laughs) Had some serious doubts. But I was like, you know, anything's possible. But then in the 73rd minute, they scored again. Nick, you seem to have a much better memory than me. How about that fourth goal? (laughs) I literally have no idea what happened there. Oh, I do know what happened there, but please go ahead. Yeah, Areola, I don't know where he picked up the ball, but I feel like it was somewhere near midfield and just... I don't know. He just absolutely skinned somebody live down there on the on the left hand side and just uh, Hoyt. and just yeah and uh, just placing that ball like he did into the far corner. I mean, it was a uh, was a good goal on him, but just looked way too easy, which is kind of something that means Zach were 
kind of talking about for tonight's game, but we'll get to that. But, yeah, way too easy for him to have fucking 50 yards of space to dribble on and or whatever it was and then get get the shot off on top of it. So, Well, that was one of those ones. A lot of the goals that get scored against us, the good and bad part is it's predictable. And you're like, oh, man, I see what's coming. I saw Justin Hoyt come in a little bit to help and i saw Ariola sprinting making the overlapping run i was like oh no oh no and they played it to him and then it was just him versus a, a slightly older hoyt tracking back and it was just like <laughs> no but i was like okay just foul him something okay now we're in the box okay now he's scoring all right and uh yeah like we said about tonight some of those goals against us feel just so inevitable and that was the final score 4-1 you know I thought we deserved better based on the first half, but I've I've learned this is a two half sport. You got to play both. It's what they simply. You know what they say? What it's a game of two halves. Yeah, and uh, we lost the second one badly. Um, but Nick, real quick, I, we, me and Zach were saying the first half. Uh, you know, we looked pretty solid. Would you concur, or was it all just? Uh... No, completely concur because I actually tweeted out after the game that it always felt like there was a door that we could open to get right back into the game. Um, even when we're down three to one, which obviously looks kind of bleak at that point of the game that go down three to one that late. But um, it, it just always felt like we had possession going and things were clicking much better than um, I mean, most games that we've had this year. Um, I thought midfield was doing great. I thought Frankie was performing great as he did tonight and um it just it just never felt like it was out of reach and i just got that impression and and uh i mean i think it all my theory just kind of falls apart when you look at our our scoring attempts we just just didn't really have a whole lot other than i think you guys covered probably the waston header in the first half off the post but like i um, said in the first half (laughs) yeah yeah and so to put a to put a bow on essentially I thought the possession looked great. I thought um, we were we had good positioning out in the field in terms of opening up for for others in terms of receiving passes and whatnot. But um, the scoring just wasn't there. Yeah, we're not we're not big into scoring. Zach, how about you? Final thoughts? We lose to DC United. Did you immediately just wipe the slate and are like Thursday? Does it even count yeah. on to the New England game? Exactly. Um, I just want to point out the plan. I thought was fantastic. Especially in the first half. Agreed. Um, well, he tore his dick tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the mayor was like, what do you think happened? I was like, dick's too big. <laughs> He's constantly getting hit in the dick. No matter where he gets hit with the ball. But I thought it was weird because he, like, he didn't go down to come off tonight. And then they he were, off and They were upset with him for that. It was strange. It's like, it was, they don't want to play with 10. Yeah, it was, it was strange. But, uh, but you know, when it's, it's your dick, you just... <laughs> you just got... You know. That's, I honestly thought it was. He was like, my dick is bleeding. I'm getting the fuck off this field. <laughs> and he was like looking downward. But uh, Nick, do you want to give any brief... How is it seeing Wayne Rooney? Unbelievable after all these years. He's playing in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean... I tend to... I, I don't know why it surprises me every time I see like an internationally renowned soccer player... And like I'm more and more convinced of this as time goes on that the best players in the world really don't run that much. I feel like they just are so good at picking their moments and making something happen. And I don't know. I think I think maybe later in the game he seemed like he was he was hungry for a goal and he was moving a little bit more. But I don't know if you guys got that impression. It just seemed like most of the time I was looking at him, he was just kind of walking and, and just waiting for that opportunity to, to kind of pounce on our our defense. But um, yeah, um, 
nothing really spectacular. Kind of had a quiet game until he scored a goal, I and mean, he had a couple, couple good passes and whatnot. But um, I wasn't uh, wasn't blown away. Well, he seemed to turn it on as he always has when he got kind of pissed off. Yeah, yeah after that foul, mm, yeah, he got kicked up kind of high, and they didn't call. And then he, the ref really gave a lot of leeway to Wayne because he kept like following. It almost seemed like a baseball manager like trying to get thrown out of the game like on his way out he kept like going over to him i was like referee i think because he was already on a yellow card the ref didn't want to do it but he got his shit talking in it was kind of hard for me and nick to concentrate we had the biggest clown ever sitting behind us in 124 um if you're listening you don't usually sit there it's not your season ticket please i don't want to be all (laughs) trump here but go back to where (laughs) you came from like I'm gonna, I'm gonna like to, su- to support Zach's um, argument here. It, I think it was other uh, keeper was wearing blue, and so you know, very dad like kind of a joke you would say. I mean, I wouldn't say it. my dad jokes are better than this, but <laughs> was calling the keeper blueberry, like literally <laughs> never funny, but fucking scream this thing like throughout the entire game. Drop the ball, blueberry. I mean, <laughs> you just want to like murder someone like that. That's pretty good. No, it wasn't. I mean, it's good because it's so bad. No, in the context, he didn't. No, no I don't think he was trying to. He wasn't being ironic. I know. Um, if we were, if we were winning, I would probably give a smirk to Zach, like this guy back here. But I was, I was telling Zach, since we're losing, I'm like, I fucking hate this guy. Shut up. Do you remember that keeper? We had as a keeper. This is when I was still in the Bailey, so you wouldn't know about that. There was a guy who was wearing all yellow. I called him Banana. Yeah, Banana Man. <laughs> no, that is funny. That's a different fruit. <laughs> I remember being there for that game. and uh, That was the best part of the Bailey for me, is yelling at the other goalie. Yeah, I thought something racist, Bananas are something racist they was are about funnier. to happen. They are like... Keeper, you look like a fucking. I'm like, oh my god, what is this clown gonna say? And I was like, banana. All right, <laughs> thank God. All right, so let's move on. Uh, let's get real deep. Oh, then I was yeah, I was saying DC looked like uh, ripe bananas. <laughs> we're just gonna use fruit insults because our ripe bananas turn black, Jonah. Overripe. 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 Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, tonight was a game. Sunday night. Six o'clock. Man, it's really this week's fucking up my rhythm. Yeah, you know, get back from vacay Thursday and a Sunday. What's going on? But look at us, we're all going to hell is real. Guys, huh? Oh, wow. Are we are we driving together? I'm not allowed to drive by the way, so don't count on me. Mayor say you gotta stop being the one who drives. Well we leave at like three in the morning the next day. <laughs> so probably gotta pack the car for vacation. Go ahead, Nick. Oh, I just didn't have your DUI had anything to do with it. But tonight we had a game. We played the New England Revolution, the Bruce Arena led New England Revolution starting lineup. A couple of changes. This time we had uh, different players out there. Adi gets the start. Um, Caleb Stanko gets the start. Haglin gets the start. And um, maybe, I think that's about it. Ledesma to the bench, Cruz out wide. And uh, Maddox on the bench. He's back. Hey, Lettuce, fuck you. You said he was gone, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, Nick, starting lineup, what the hell did you think? I don't mean to be so negative, but honestly, I'm just not a fan of Powell right now. Um, though he had some moments in the game, I think, that were really wonderful for our attack. For the most part, I just 
I don't know. He just the guy just seems like he's completely out of sync with everybody else on the on the team and on the field. So that's honestly where my mind was when I saw that. I was thinking, oh God, I don't know. And just was concerned that he was going to let somebody uh, run right past him that would lead to a goal. Did that happen? I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah, that did happen. <laughs> I feel like watching him. There is a way to use him and him to be a good player. I well, see, we were talking I see about it that. in him. We were talking about that. Like, I mean, I don't know how you really do this other than putting him at striker. Like, you know, the least amount of defensive responsibility for that man. Like, he has some. Re- like, I think he had the, the two styling on him moments in both games for me this week. Yeah, and like he's capable of doing some really great things offensively, like serving in some crosses and getting down the field. I mean, he was fucking smoking that dude on on the right flank. Um, in the second half, and uh, that was really wonderful. But it's like his defensive responsibilities, he just like deteriorates. He leaves guys like yards ahead of them. He doesn't track back fast enough. He doesn't move into position when it's when the other team switches fields. So, but anyways, that was the most noticeable guy on the on the starting mm-hmm. lineup for me. Zach, yeah. Well, on top of that, we don't really have anyone playing out wide that's going to cover him because Kakuta is rarely getting back. That's not really. That's not his game. That's not his game. Ledesma's not going to cover him. I mean, he'll try. But what else do we got? Guys, New England's unbeaten in 10 games. Why did we even show up? Um, I guess what we do have Hoyt as a right back. We needed him later. But since DeMay has come, that's just not an option, is it? I'm not, guys, I don't, I'm not loving the DeMay way. I don't really know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is either, but it hasn't been that enjoyable, to be honest. Well, I was telling Nick, when the season started and the first few games, we were going to sit, kind of sit back and soak it up, and then like you just felt we'd be so dangerous on the break. Um, I thought that was going to be our MO, because I thought we were kind of built for that with, like, yeah, Kakuda or Maddox, um, Lama when he's in there. Um, that's out the window. We never catch him on the break ever anymore, really. I feel like we're not attacking, and we're also not sitting back. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. But uh, he's he's given a lot of instructions. He's got ideas. But uh, this one, it was not like the DC game where, you know, the half was like, feeling good, got a little foothold, anything could happen. In the ninth minute, we give up a goal. Um. Jesus. Nick, how'd that play out? Do you remember? I fucking already forget what the fuck happened. It was so long ago. It was about two hours ago. Yeah, I I vaguely remember the build-up, but I remember thinking that that opportunity, plus a couple opportunities right around that period of time, that, and also on a second goal, to be honest, that there was just this lack of of, uh, leadership, I guess, in the back. Like, nobody, there was just, it felt very sloppy, and there was this a lot of space open. I mean, if I remember correctly, the guy in the, the, the first goal had a little bit of time, I think. He had a pretty good look on goal. Um, and, uh, like, the second goal we'll get to, the guy was wide open amongst four FC Cincinnati players, and you shouldn't have that type of space. I feel like that's a Spencer Ritchie or a Kendall Waston like, project to be taken up. Um, but, yeah, I'm not too sure I really remember the first goal. I just remember the guy having a really good look, a long look on goal, and then putting it in. It was uh there were some failed clearances in there, maybe a save or two in between, and then it. Came oh, out. sorry. This is the Powell one. Yeah, no, this is the one. Powell literally 
stopped, like did not track his man back. And I believe that was the man that was played through. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah. 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 That was <laughs> part of, I already covered my issue with Powell, but uh, yeah, just, just seemed like it was just hordes of open space back there and that we weren't positioned in the right places. And I don't really hear anybody taking the the lead, you know, telling people to stay with their man and drop back a little bit of space or what, what have you. I just felt like it was, we just got caught kind of flat footed. Yeah, no, our oh, this back four uh, is like oh, yeah. I'm watching the replay. Yeah. There was a bit of a fucking uh, yeah fire drill in the box. So wait, or uh, yeah, he did lose his man, but then the ball bounced around. Someone went to ground, and then uh, the guy cleaned up the mess. They're not organized back there, and you can tell there'll be one person like whether it's Haglin, he'll be yelling for people to push up. They never, we never catch people offside, like almost ever. Um, they don't move in unison. Um, oftentimes, especially on Powell's side, and I've defended him a lot. Um, there's confusion on who to pick up him and, uh, him and Nick Hagelin get mixed up between each other a lot too. Whatever. Who cares, right? Oh, Kevin just sent me his MLS minute, baby. It says it's Latan. I wonder what he's going to talk about. <laughs> um, but let's, in the 33rd minute, we already talked about that big dick injury. Um, Hoyt comes in for Deplan, and we're all thinking Hoyt's going to get a hat trick. Yep. And uh, it almost happened. Uh, halftime comes. What else happens? Cranley comes over. Yeah, there was an <laughs> alternative girl on kicking a soccer ball on the field things are happening and uh in the 55th minute new england gets their second goal um we just leave a guy just completely unmarked has his really time to think about you know do i want to go near post i'm gonna go far post do i want to take it down take a couple dribbles juggle the ball a little bit maybe do a rainbow but he decides to just go for a header (laughs) and um places it gently in the back of the net and uh at that point Shit. I should say, you know what? Frankie had a shout in the first half for a penalty, which uh, you know might have been weak, but they took a second to look at it. But after that moment, for the next 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, I thought we looked pretty good. It looked like it put a little, a little jump in our step, and we started putting some things together. I mean, I don't know if exactly that's what woke us up, but it seemed like the crowd got a little more into it, and we started stringing some stuff, and I was like, all right. No, we had, we had some moments... I just thought that especially kind of yeah. woke us up. We were awoken by uh, Bertone's fucking beautiful ball over to who was over there at the time. I don't know if it was Cruz or Mane. Um, man, what a ball! <laughs> uh, yeah, Nick that knows, one that Nick knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I remember Mane took one out yeah, of the so air was, and dribbled. He's, on he had one and he had one earlier this week in the Thursday game too. He's just like hitting these like Kevin De Bruyne dream volleys out to the fucking left flank. It's beautiful. Um, nah. But yeah, after that second goal, oh, anything else? <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna. You can go back, but I just was bothered by the last ten minutes. Where um, besides maybe one chance here or there, I, you know, it doesn't look like a team that believes it could possibly get two goals in ten minutes. And in the last five minutes was really like I knew we weren't gonna score two goals, but it was like. All right, come on, guys. Here we go. Give it a little bit. 
Nope. Come on. A little bit. Just. Yeah. I mean, Darren Max just came in the game. Come on. Chase it down. Chase the keeper. Make him pick up the fucking ball. Just just for my sanity. I know it's mostly bullshit, but I should mention, yeah, Darren Maddox is back. He came in the game. His hair looked beautiful. I thought he was guaranteed a goal just because of his hair. Once again, I was lettuce wrong about that one. We did. Uh, we put some shit together in that last 20 minutes. In the last 10, they did kind of give it up. We had some. I mean, it was all Frankie, really. Frankie had a good shot. We had he one had a good shot. really close one. Adi had a real quick snap shot. Well, he had a, Adi had a head or two, and then he had the one that, yeah, he tried to poke with his left foot. Frankie got that one free kick right outside the box. Um, I think he, no, he got both of those free yeah, kicks. Yeah, he got two good position and, free um, kicks, and Cruz. Cruz took both of them. I don't know. Uh, I think Frankie's going to be from now on like, all right, if they found me, let me take the fucking free kick. Well, he kick. tried to take the second one. He was lucky, though. If Bertone was on there, he would have taken both. If Ledesma was on there, he would have fought for him. Frankie's got a uphill battle to get these free kicks. Yeah, um, maybe to make and uh, put the clipboard down for a second and tell him. It's Frankie's team. Yeah. Maybe you haven't heard the crowd. <laughs> fucking Jimmy Redux. Yeah. And um, I thought Adi was great. Everyone else can suck my dick. <laughs> He's getting a... Uh, I, gets, he, I was gonna say he was fine. Yeah, he was fine. He gets manhandled. And yeah, people complain that he like goes down. He's getting fucking manhandled out there, and he won't get the calls. But he uh, he held it up a lot better. He had that really great flick on in the first half. Um, he got some good positions in the second half. Um, I would say his uh, maybe we don't notice anymore. His touch is just his touch. When he gets the ball and it's not off his chest or something off his feet, it's going to go four yards away from him. Most of the time he's able to corral it, but um, it's not like when we see young Frankie take the ball out of the air and it just like gracefully no. pivots uh, it with his man. little baby foot. Yeah, Frankie is fucking, he can turn people. Adi doesn't really. Frankie can get the ball with someone on his back and uh, he'll turn and go around him almost every time. And I was telling Nick, I was like, I don't want you to roll your eyes at me, but... He looks like Messi sometimes when he receives that ball because, um, yeah, he just uses his center of gravity or what, and uh, he doesn't get bodied off the ball, and he turns people every fucking time. Nick, how about our own little Messi? What do you think? Yeah, no, I actually agree with that 100%. He's just got the way he uses his body when he has the ball that, um, you know, no one can really put leverage on him because he's so small, and he kind of, like, dips his shoulder down, kind of like what Messi does, and he's so fucking quick that once he gets – once he gets a defender like flat-footed, like or stops our momentum, and then he's got this little quick, like agile burst of speed, he just he can like you know basically make statues out of everybody, man. Like, and it is very messy, like. And um, the other thing that's so surprising to me about him is being as young as he has, as he is, how patient he is. I like something you don't really see. I think a lot of players that are eighteen where. You know, a lot of them are a lot very offensive-minded, and they're they're you know, they're knocking long balls up the field or whatever. But he's very patient, and that's something like that is like to me kind of like mind-boggling because he'll, he'll have a ball played into him, and yeah, there's a ball he could play outside or maybe penetrating ball. But if he's you know got a guy coming on him, he'll play a good safe ball back, like a ball that I didn't even see as an option right away. He just he seems to see that um, side of the game, that possession side, so. Um, but yeah, he was just remarkable. He had one he took out of the air tonight, like a 360. I think I was talking to you about a Jonah that was just like so graceful to use your word. And like the one movement just to do that all in one movement and turn a guy around and beat him into the box was, was really impressive. No, it was baller. The, uh, the revs guy did like a, 
you know, flamboyant bicycle kick clearance. And, uh, yeah, Frankie let it go over his head and back to goal and flipped it right back over. Beautiful. Um, it's the small things, you know? I think he could, I, everyone, he's, I think he's probably learning a little bit. Like when he took that shot, I was like, Frankie, you can do that more. No one's going to be mad at you, buddy. There's a few times he's, I mean, he might be making the right play, but where I wouldn't mind if he keeps the ball, be a little more selfish. Nobody's going to be upset with you. Passing the ball back to Caleb Stanko is not a better option. (laughs) Yeah. So just keep it on your foot and you've proven that you can make guys miss and no one's going to be mad. You've got so much goodwill. Yeah. He needs a little, you can get stuffed. It's okay. Frankie needs a little Alvis Powell in him. This guy's (laughs) not afraid. He'll blast one. He'll sky him all over the top and he'll keep doing it game after game. He's not afraid. Um, Honestly, some of our best looks are Frankie just getting close to the top of the box and having a rip. That's, yeah, that's not a bad look for us. Just a little dip and cut and then he sh- can shoot. Um, the only person who's going to lay into him is Ledesma because he'll yell at everybody for everything. But Frankie, man. Yeah, you're just, the future. You're the future. <laughs> man, it's not rip. the future, bro. It's cool. But uh, to quote Nick, let's put a bow on it. Nick, how about you? Two games at home? Two fat L's. I think we're back to where we thought we were before we won those two games, which is the seller. How you feeling? We had the confidence, I think, from winning those two games to play a little bit better possession-wise, I think. I mean, I would argue those two games, uh, possession looked pretty good. I mean, we were we were moving the ball up and down the field. I mean, I think, obviously, playing at home helps that. But for the most part, I thought we played some pretty good possession soccer. It just boiled down to... Um, some disorganization in the back and the fact that we can't score. But um, just, I just get so impressed with Frankie every game. And tonight um, he just keeps taking me higher and higher <laughs> to quote Creed. <laughs> so I'm just excited. Um, if we keep him uh, in our ranks, I'm excited to see what he can produce. So that's, that's what I'm going to take away. It's good. We have something young and small to hold on to. <laughs> Zach, how about you? Stop looking at your phone unless it's the big rant you had about the two games. <laughs> I was looking at Alex Steck posting the uh, away section, trying to clown on the revs. Like, Maybe that's a uh, subtweet at Liz. Yeah. Cool oh, team, now Liz. I, now I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Great tweet. Um, Zach, we suck. You going to put a final thought on it? No, Nick, Nick really summed that up. Oh, hell yeah. Well, um, you know, we had two games, two losses, but someone's got to be this week's. Um, I'm going to write down what time this is because I'm not editing tonight. <laughs> Who's this week's FCC of the week? Nick, last to arrive, first to answer. Um, I'm smelling who you're going to give it to, possibly. Who do you give this week's FCC Man of the Week? You got two games. Add them up, buddy. Well, I think obviously you knew exactly who I'm going to say. Caleb Stanko tonight was just <laughs> absolute. I'm kidding. No, it's got to go with Frankie. I mean, he's just blown my mind. Oh, I'm just gonna keep going. Sorry, I'm giving it to Frankie as well. But since he mentioned Stanko, I just want to point out um, he puked on the field um, right after that water break. Um, he like straight up threw up, and uh, Watson ran over. The ref asked if he was all right, and uh, it's not the first time we've seen Caleb Stanko throw up, which is. Really bizarre. Um, I see somebody added Alvis Powell about that second goal. He said, explain this defending mate. Alvis said, give me a break. Peace sign. He said, sorry, we hold you accountable, buddy. Rebound from it. Bring the noise next week. You are brilliant going forward tonight. 
Nice way to backtrack. You didn't think he's going to respond, <laughs> did you, Christopher? He said, you have anything else to say before I block you? Nice. Yeah. If you're adding, if you're yeah. add, adding players, um, you're already losing, buddy. You're a fucking loser. Fuck off forever. Um, Zach, who was your... Um, did someone add you in that? I think he added me because this guy added him. Yeah. Yeah, good. Jesus Christ. Um, oh, my God. Who's your man of the week here? I'm, I'm tweeting my, while we record. <laughs> my man of the week is Frankie because he was fucking phenomenal tonight. Um, I don't hardly remember. Deploy would have been my man of the match for Thursday, but Frankie. Get yourself something nice. Jeremy's still on your phone after yelling at Zach for being on his phone. He's I'm tweeting at this clown, the clown who's adding. Uh, oh. How about the... Uh, I, said, F- I said, walk it back there, buddy. <laughs> that FCC yeah. uh, social media team. They had one... Oof. They had one tweet they had to delete after everyone's like, what the fuck is this? And then another got deleted like instantly for being borderline racist. Well, the one was, uh, yeah. Oh, congratulations, Frankie. You're this week's FCC <laughs> of the week. Pick up your $10 million gift card from um halliburton anyways so yeah the first one was a picture of two like eight-year-olds one had glasses and the one kid's pointing and he said your mom's over there or something hey look there's your mom yeah (laughs) and i was like what is is this like i was like fuck man i don't know about this meme (laughs) (laughs) you just like assume you know the internet moves so fast like man yeah i missed out on the meme but um no it was just stupid <laughs> and then the other day what was the one oh there's a picture of alan cruz and they did like a monkey emoji yeah like holding his ears i was like why <laughs> these unforced errors what are you doing and they uh, yeah they backtracked but someone's like uh you know someone might think this is racist <laughs> and they have that one where there's like two of the black players i don't know who else and it says like Look, it's like the quotes is like, can you paint with all the colors in the wind? And I was like, <laughs> like what the, f- I don't, like that one, like, I was like, what else could they be talking about? There's like two, th- th- three black players, like a Hispanic player and a white player says, can you paint with all the colors of the wind? What the fuck? And it's not like insulting, but at the very least it's weird. And like, you'd think you'd be hyper aware, like this isn't worth it. It's not even funny. Yeah. It's like that one's not really like offensive yeah it's just I, I like, like <laughs> i replied with like a gif i was like is this okay <laughs> i was like i really didn't know I was like yeah. no and the, the your mom's over there one is uh i was like are they making fun of that kid with glasses yeah. <laughs> hey there's your mom fucking loser so i was to block, me the block that guy good for him yeah good for you buddy um to me the mo- the mom one was like you know all the insults that you get from like your know, teams in the uh like usl uh, teams in like other divisions, uh, you know, that, that hate MLS teams. Like you always get this, you know, you guys are like a plastic club. You're just like, blah, 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 like bland, whatever. And like, that's exactly the type of fucking social media tweets from a really shitty, like manufactured plastic team that you would like, that you would expect if your team was that. like, Hey, look, there's your mom. Like it is so fucking vanilla and stupid. Like, I mean, like, look, look I at the sound. I don't even understand it. I don't even get what it means. I, I know, but it's just like, it's just so like, 
it's just because they're looking up into like the crowd and like I guess you just assume he's looking for his mom or something. And it's just like <laughs> the fucking, this is a fucking Disney movie. What what are you doing? I thought yeah. when you started saying like I thought you were saying it was like a really deep tweet like when we're in the USL days. But now we're in the MLS and we're looking at like you're going to like tie it together. And he says, look, there's your mom. See, the mom is actually, I was like, wow, man, I didn't get no. that at all. No, but you know what? I never told you guys this and we can talk about this in potpourri, but there we go. Do you remember the subway commercial that you like sent us? Like, what the hell? Like it goes through like the kid's life. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm actually convinced. I'm actually convinced it's a really amazing commercial but we'll get to that <laughs> beer all night baby we're gonna be talking about subway commercials <laughs> do you see that onion article it was like subway backtracks on 120 million dollar jeffrey epstein ad campaign <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah baby uh what else do we do oh yeah this week's I knew some people got smashed i know zach we can talk about this one in the second half because we were you guys came over in the second half we got to see up close just to see the hell that is playing against Kendall Waston. My man, every time he goes up for a ball, he's doing a little something. And maybe one on itself isn't too bad, but the cumulative effect of playing against Kendall has to be awful. He'll just like go up and then like kind of give you a, a little elbow in the back <laughs> just for yeah. no reason. Yeah. The pl- the ball's already gone, <clears throat> but just like constantly he's letting you know that he's right there. Yeah, it's not one of those... All the British announcers are always like, there's no malice in that. He's, his arms have to go out to get leverage when he's going for that header. It's not those. No, it's like, <laughs> hey, remember you're playing against me. Nick, uh, what do you think about our man Kendall? I'll give him you know, Deckel Smash, just everything he does out there. Oh, dude, yeah, he's an enforcer for sure. I mean, and the difference between him and Deckel is like, you know, Deckel, he, he got irritated every now and then, but it is every single time Kendall goes up for a ball, somebody expects some type of like illegal like push or like elbow to the back or something. But um, I love it, man. You got to get in their fucking heads. You got to let them know that none of the shit's going to be free. There's no free headers in this game. Yeah, definitely no free headers ever, <laughs> no, especially not in this 55th minute. That's <laughs> no, true. And yes, but, uh... I am a no free lunch person. I am a no free lunch person, so I'm kidding. Get out of here. Uh, yeah, they got a thing twice going for a header. I mean, he, he got the one dude in the face. He went down. He was pretty upset. Um, every, let's just, No, okay, before that. This week's styling on them. Um, mine was Alvis Powell on Thursday. I need to go back and cue it up again, but he did some fake on this dude and shook him out of his fucking pants and we were down 4-1 at that point and I was like it's all worth it baby fuck a scoreboard and it was beautiful and um you know more and more I'm learning he's capable of really um he'll dice you up every now and then he may not like defending but Nick you mentioned it too he uh he's got some moves yeah he does and I think I know exactly the one you're talking about um and if it wasn't the same one, there was one where he kind of popped the ball over the guy's head and just left his fucking guy confused for days. But it's the thing that's like I feel bad, like kind of being critical of him and like his his uh, like his defensive positioning and the not getting back because he will, as you said, he will just absolutely fucking dice you up. Like like I said earlier tonight, like down the right side, he was just fucking scolding, like just smoking that dude, like beating them, and he was doing the same thing on Thursday, just down the flanks like that, and totally capable and he has both styling on him for me in both games um tonight he did something very similar he got the ball and like 
basically did like a little faint, and the dude just sort of ran right past him, and uh, it was really nice. Yeah, boy, so, he had a few of them. So fuck you. Um, but let's fuck you, tweeter. Let's take a goddamn breath. Um, oh. Kevin, it's your time. Save the podcast like you always do. Uh, maybe say something about Zlatan. Because, Kevin, you're... Oh, it's time for the theme song. Kevin, your MLS Minute, which... Uh, let me write this down. <laughs> Folks, I mentioned I'm not editing this. That's why it's so stupid. 4801. Your minute starts. Big <laughs> Oh my god, is there anything better than watching Zlatan Ibrahimovic spend an entire week talking shit about Carlos Vela, about MLS, and then going out and proving everybody wrong, or proving himself right. I'm not entirely sure how to phrase that one. So Zlatan, before El Trafico this week, goes and talks to an LA TV reporter who asks him, are you afraid that your comments this week will inspire Carlos Vela, will, will, will motivate them to play better? And he told them, I hope so. I hope it, I hope it makes them play better. After the game, Zlatan sought out that same reporter, went up to him and said, do you think I motivated him? Oh, just beautiful trash talking from the big lion himself. A perfect hat trick, by the way. That's a left-footed goal, a right-footed goal, and a header goal. And man, it's going to be a real sad day when he finally leaves MLS. Thank God he didn't care about playing us. Dame out. Nick, favorite part. (laughs) Oh, just obviously talking about Slapton's man bun. I mean, just... That was definitely my favorite part. No, guy hit an awesome goal. Um, I don't know. I'm fucking pretending like I know what Kevin said. He's, I don't know. It was it was all oh, my whoa. favorite. Easy, easy. Let's I think a- uh, Nick's a little upset because he was in town last week, and um, it was never an option to let him do the pod by himself. <laughs> no, and the mayor was like, Jonah, do not even think about letting Nick do the podcast. So direct all your ire, Nick, to mayor. I didn't even know she listened anymore. But uh, she hates you. Let's get right into it. What am I talking about? It's time for... Potpourri. Potpourri. First things first. My peoples come first. Uh, this, you know, this happened days ago, but I got to bring this up. I was, Zach, we, me and you talked about our disdain for uh, the new breed of um, internet. I don't know what I'm talking about. What do you say? Inside source people who aren't us. <laughs> Yeah, it's called on a Reddit in the know. Reddit bloggers, basically. And uh, Lettuce was just, I don't know, he was getting on my last nerve. The posts were getting too often. They were always wrong or taking credit for things that lots of people already knew. He just wouldn't stop. And then, so, what was, uh, Nick, well, you didn't get your thoughts on it. Tell me, how'd you feel about the Lettuce Man? So I'd never heard of this guy, but I started seeing the huge post he made about all these, you know, predictions of like people leaving the team and whatnot and who the head coach was going to be, whatever. And like the thing that's so annoying about it is the fact that he, how long do you think he spent there in front of the computer typing these bullshit predictions? Like it's, it's one thing if like, you're just kind of like an asshole that makes up these fake predictions, like, you know, so-and-so is going to be going to this club, whatever. And you write a couple of sentences, but this motherfucker wrote a goddamn dissertation 
of like false predictions. Like, what kind of fucking dork are you? And then, well, should we get to the point where he basically said because it was you, because of you, that he's not going to be like writing things on Reddit anymore? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this, made, this this pleased you greatly. Well, he replied because uh, it was in the post. There was new, I guess I could, let me add this. We can talk about it if we want. West End Stadium. <laughs> they released new renderings, and he was like, he said something, and I was like, you probably predicted Newport. <laughs> and he was like, was like, hey, man, you're the reason I'm not going to be posting on here anymore. I was like, mm, baby. <laughs> I unzipped immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> what's annoying about the whole thing not to make such a huge deal out of it but you know you got everyone chiming in like what's the big deal they're called rumors for a reason they're not always right he's not presenting them as rumors and people aren't taking them as that and when he says some horse shit like after Adi got booed he said he wants to leave um, and people are running with that and getting more angry at Adi like oh he can't handle a few boos like fuck this guy I'm like no some clown on reddit just made that up <laughs> There's no fucking way. Jimmy truly is all right, and they're trying to yeah. trying to send him to NYCFC. Oh, I fucking knew it. <laughs> or fucking that, or that the club offered the exact same contract to two different people at the exact same time, and they both <laughs> they both have the input on who we're signing. Like now, and that is I, I, absolutely fucking insane. Well, I like people <laughs> replying like. That's a pretty smart strategy. Yeah. We got two we got two people who both like him. It must be if they both yeah. agree, the player must be awesome. Yeah. That makes sense cuz then it has to get through both coaches and then he's like, "Yeah, I never really thought of it that way." I'm like, "Bitch, you didn't think about it at all." <laughs> and then somebody explained it and he was like, "Um, I'm thinking more about it now based off what I heard. I don't think that it was exact." I was like, oh, "I don't think you know anything." Yeah, I'm not actually like upset about it. No, I think I'm it's, just like I'm, I'm just thrilled that it like made him mad. But apparently, he, <laughs> it also like it gives us a window into like really what our fan base is like. We're surrounded by fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he uh, he said that he was. I mean, who knows what's true with this guy, huh? But he was like, I was getting hateful DMs, <laughs> which is fucking uh, hilarious. Like, yeah, because they weren't from you. They no, from I don't you. fucking DM. I I don't even check. When I see like uh, the little window that says I have replies to my messages, I don't even check them for like my comments. I don't want to know what people say. I just say my piece and I run away. It's like I, I, mean, I make but, a prank phone call and I throw the phone across the room because I don't want to hear. <laughs> Go ahead. Nick. I don't. I don't mean that I carp on this, but like if you're, if let's just say that okay, everyone close your eyes and think about <laughs> some guy that is literally sitting in front of a computer in his room. And he he knows he's gonna make up a bunch of shit, right? He's just gonna make up bullshit, right? Like, how how long do you think he spent fucking making up each one of these rumors, like so that they kind of sound believable? Like going through it, and I mean, this guy has spent fucking hours, like just like making up bullshit. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, that is to me like, like. <laughs> It's like it was one thing if you're like trying to be funny and make people laugh and they're like so outlandish, but like literally like you want people on the internet to think you're some type of like amazing insider, so you're willing to sacrifice hours of your life in front of a computer writing this fucking essay of horseshit like about re- like I just I don't know man half what is his name half head of lettuce what is what the fuck's this guy's name I don't think it's cabbage but I do like cabbage, that his last right. post was like um, real quick. And he posted the longest post I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they were all like that. It's all, a brief update. Sorry, I, sorry, I have to be brief. Three pages later. I don't like know what page, but... This dumb motherfucker doesn't even know... Uh, 
Um, Moving on. Yeah, but now he's Twitter exclusive and he's posting stuff like, if we could only sign one more player, Ben Arfa, would that be like, and someone's like, is this a rumor? It's like, no, I'm just throwing it in there. <laughs> and he's like, who do you think is your, be-? like he's trying to get like conversations started. This guy's trying to get, um, it's fucking ridiculous. But if he does have any sources, fucking suck my ridiculous. We have a pretty, I have a pretty solid <laughs> guess about who he is, but I will not reveal it. And then the worst was Pat Brennan jumping on the train. I was like, oh God, look what you've done. <laughs> yeah, he needed some fucking attention. No. God bless him. Um, real quick, Nick stomping on an opponent's jersey pregame. Yay or nay? <laughs> what? Stomping uh, on an opponent's jersey pregame. I don't. I'm not giving you any context. Yay or nay? Oh, well, unfortunately, I'm going to give you probably the answer you don't want, but kind of depends on who the player is and what they did. <laughs> He's just, not wearing it. <laughs> it's just the jersey. Right, but I'm saying, yeah, uh, fuck it, why not? Let's go, yes. Yeah. Zach? <laughs> it's truly disgraceful. Disgraceful. No. no check, check hairs. Check the Bailey page. Somebody took their old, uh, I guess they were from, originally from the New England area, and they took their old jersey and kind of a, a tongue-in-cheek separating fully to FCC, took their jersey off pregame during the march where they stopped at the bearcat statue and they like jokingly stomped on it and apparently really ruffled oh, some feathers oh. but it's well, you know, you know, why, why do you care you you fucking burn an american flag every fourth of july <laughs> well that's the thing there's that's Ameri- called tradition <laughs> there is an american flag on it that's why it's so upsetting oh but it's in that really gross form <laughs> that it comes in um what else oh some very important stuff happened thursday went over to Give Zach his hell is real ticket. That's right, we got tickets, motherfuckers. And Zach was like, pointed out that two rows in front was Frankie and Maya's mom sitting there all by her lonesome, wearing a Frankie jersey. And he said, I don't know if you tongue-in-cheek said I should go talk to her. No, I thought you should since you were wearing his shirt. Yeah, so I did. I was wearing my Frankie and Maya shirt. Buy it, portside.threadless.com. And I said, uh... I knew the answer, but you still have to say this. Are you um, Frankie Amaya's mom? I'm like, uh, excuse me? It's like, are you Frankie? I won't do the rest. It's a very thick accent, but I was like, are you Frankie Amaya's mom? She's like, yes. I was like, hi. I was like, I uh, I did the Frankie, the banner over there. She's like, oh, she she loved it. And then I was like, oh, I'm wearing a Frankie shirt. She's like, and she's like, do you do all the banners? I was like, yes, of course I do all the banners. No, I, I mean, that. practically. No, I said, I do all the good banners. And she was no. She was like, um. I was like, yeah, I do. I do a couple of them. I was like, she's like, well, she said, uh, Frankie one is my favorite. I was like, me too. Me too. And I said, um, you raised, I don't, this is like bullshit that you just say. I was like, you raised a great son. I was like, he's a great, he's a great guy. I was like, you should be proud. She's like, thank you. And I was like, I was like, I hope he has a great game. She's like, thank you so much. And I walked away and, uh, and now we're best friends. I think we didn't exchange contacts or anything, but, uh, it was great. She was a lovely lady, and you could tell why Frankie looks like such a nice young gentleman. Mrs. Amaya, you're a gem. Uh, Zach, how'd it look from two rows back? It looked comfortable. Yeah. I was nervous because I didn't really know that that was Frankie's mom, and I, I told you. I'm like, that's Frankie's mom down there. You should go talk to her. <laughs> well, I asked, and I have seen her Facebook. I knew it was her already. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty positive. But uh, nice lady, nice lady. Yeah. But um, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Great. Uh, what else? Nick, you got anything to say about those new renderings? Stadium looks pretty dope. Oh, boys. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the canopy. Stoked about that. I like the vertical slats. I think that's 
really cool with the lighting. Um, I don't know, man. It's just every time I see like that 50 yard, like the like the half line, 50 yard half line shot of like the seating looking onto the field. It's just like I can't wait. I'm really really excited. It looks amazing. I don't know if you noticed, but it said you know there's on the on the big screen it said renew August 5th renew your tickets historic final season in Nippert Stadium. Like we're just calling anything historic yeah. now. After four <laughs> fucking years, the historic <laughs> reign comes to an end. I was like, man, I'm gonna renew anyways, but not because it's right. historic. But, I wasn't uh, going to go to the game tonight, but it was Tommy G's historic 100th <laughs> broadcast. I was like, I got to be there. I was almost like, are you fucking kidding me? And, uh, I'll tell you what's not a joke. His kids don't sit down. They stand on the seats down. Uh, you know, They're blocking views down there. Tommy, are you listening? Yeah, they know dad's 50 rows yeah, away. Yeah, like, we can do they're, whatever they're jumping the fuck up and down. Hey, fuck you, Mrs. Amaya. Whoa. I was telling Zach about Tommy, like, you know, if you think of any like historic goal or like just world class goal that you can think of, like think of anything like Wayne Rooney's bicycle kick against Manchester City or like Zlatan's goal against England when he was playing with Sweden does a bicycle kick. Take any of those goals and imagine Tommy G making the call on that goal. Like Zlatan does a fucking. Wait, is it against 40, against 40 us or for us? It doesn't even matter. No, no, for 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 the for the team scoring a goal. Like Zlatan does a forty-yard bicycle kick over Joe. Um, what the fuck was the English Hardcore. keeper's name? Yeah, over his head into the goal, <laughs> and you hear Tommy go, and there he is—a backwards chip into the goal. Like, <laughs> I was thinking about like uh, United versus Bayern in '99. You know, was it <laughs> Beckham takes the corner and it's like Sheringham, Solskjaer, Tommy G would have been like, and uh, Beckham with a corner. And uh, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer pokes it in. <laughs> and that would be it. Looks like uh, Trinidad's going to hold on to this one. USA will miss the World Cup. <laughs> Not quite the same. Um, but the, yeah, it reminds me of uh, Joe Buck for a while. Love Joe Buck. He got way too monotone. And if you rewatch the highlight of the famous helmet catch, ball goes up. And he comes down with it. <laughs> it's like the greatest play in Super Bowl history. That's a catch. Looks like he caught it off his helmet. Uh, but yeah, God love him. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess he pinned it against his helmet, Tommy. <laughs> the, uh, the stadium looks pretty badass. Something to look forward to. Yeah, um, I've got a question. Um, Ron Jans. This is not like, I'm not making an excuse. I'm just curious. Do you think it is a, uh, a drawback that they train on grass every day only to play their home games on turf? Doesn't matter. Non-issue. It can't be. It can't be a positive. Yeah. There's a turf field there. I wonder if they do anything on that. Maybe they do both, but every picture I see, they're training on the grass. Adi probably takes protest dumps on it. (laughs) No. (laughs) The answer is no. That place is coming along. You feeling the energy for that one? Yeah. Oh, totally. For sure. You guys going to head up to Milford? No, I'd rather uh, kill myself. Uh, Rose Lavelle (laughs) came on Thursday. Uh, They tried to give her the mic. She was like, hell no. No, 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 no. And uh, it was kind of awkward because I was like, what? And they gave her flowers, but it was like, you know, on Thursday, on the Friday, they gave her like the key to the city or it was like Rose Lavelle Day. But this it was just like, 
here she is. And there wasn't really any. And like, for some reason, Carl Linder's kids, because they were born on third base, were like, introducing Carl Linder, Jimmy, Billy Linder, Cindy Linder, like these old kids. And I was like, what the fuck do they do to deserve this? Like, her grandkids get to hand rose the flowers. Yeah, there was also... uh, yeah, man, fuck the, the, the death, death taxes, man. The state taxes, <laughs> fuck it. I also really, I really hate that. I don't know what Rose Lavelle's uh, religion is or any of that, but. Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Carl, he really was, oh, he goes deep on, on that, and, like dumping God on her. He has blessed him. Like, he did that with the stadium, too. I'm like, God damn. Shut the fuck up with that stuff. This guy <laughs> acting like he's paying for this shit. I know. It's like, get your own team if you want to talk that shit. Right. Wait. Um, um, you guys gonna be NWSL ticket holders when Rose comes to town when they open that new stadium or what? I tell you what, man. They showed her highlights up there. She really did style on them that whole tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. Yeah, pretty solid. Um, do you know she's? This is the part that gets me. She's from Cincinnati. Yeah. Do you hear about that? It's an underreported fact. Um, looks like she could use an she, app. They need she to get these guys out of face. D- does she? She does. Was that her first meal? It's a Cincinnati meal. I don't yeah. know if you knew that. She loves anything Cincinnati. Did you know that? You think Nick Hagman was like, hey, I can tell you what it's like to be a celebrity <laughs> in Cincinnati. And she's like, I'm good. <laughs> she's like, I don't know. You, you get a weird sterling hand whenever you run. So, yeah. Like, Nick, I'm good. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, I didn't like Cranley saying, like, finally now the girls have a, a role model in Cincinnati. You know, <laughs> Cammy Durking is like, what? <laughs> I was wondering who you're gonna pull out. <laughs> Cammy Durkings all like what? <laughs> I was thinking about the woman who just passed away. She was like ninety something. Uh, she integrated Coney Island pool and uh, was the first black woman on the city council. I think. Yeah. Um, like, eh. <laughs> Roosevelt. Roosevelt <laughs> scored that great goal. <laughs> She's a hero to white girls from the suburbs forever. <laughs> no, she's fucking great. I just thought that was an odd thing to say. No. Why didn't you tell Cranley when he sat by us? <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard you guys all like whispering like, eh, he's a shirt tucker. I knew it. I didn't know he was right there. And then I turned around. It's like, I already knew he was a shirt tucker. Remember when he was drinking wine pregame for Atlanta? <laughs> yes, I do. I was telling Nick about that. And when he came in, I yelled, soccer. And I, I feel like he got it. Um, they got away with a foul and like I got up and screamed I was like he shoved him and then I don't know if Cranley was like being tongue in cheek or like being sarcastic or he's really trying to be one of the guys he's like what is this football out there <laughs> yeah like, but, he, but he said it tw- but he said it twice the first time he said it no one responded and then like there was like a moment of silence and then he goes what is this football out there <laughs> I did like, hear that and I <laughs> thought it was just some random clowny like, I tucked your fucking shirt from your ears dude like we all heard you the first time <laughs> he's probably used to having people around him like <laughs> nice one John yeah Johnny can it Cranley <laughs> Uh, we really had the movers and shakers in there tonight. He should have turned around and looked at the rest of the crowd. Hey, what is this? Football? <laughs> I'm Mayor John Cranley. <laughs> like explains his joke. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's rough out there. <laughs> hey, Adi, I got your record expunged. The least you could do is score a goal. And <laughs> the crickets, like, sorry. Shouldn't have said that out loud. He starts tweeting about it. Like, I promised my good friend Elvis Powell that. Yeah, now he's record expunged. <laughs> uh, anywho, is there anything else I didn't cover? And uh, I think there was some other stuff I wanted Nick to talk about. Nick didn't get to talk about vacation. 
Oh, we didn't get to talk about vacation. Nick, how was your vacation? I heard you're not a big water guy. No, actually, I think it's the thing that my family needs. We're kind of like a bunch of hotheads, so I think it's good to have a cool source of water around us at all times <laughs> on vacation so we can fucking cool off. It's not but a big ocean first, swimmer. Nah, yeah, not, I, don't, I don't like the ocean. Uh, I heard much, it was but, quite uh, warm. I guess Immortal Beach, like, you were I more got in. Man, yeah. I got in, and we were... Uh, took my daughter out and we were fighting waves and she liked that a lot but first day i get there like i don't have the floaties on yet my daughter starts running towards a slide she slips and like hits the back of her head so i run over and as i'm attending to her uh my son quinn runs and jumps in the deep end of the pool so then i run let's jump in my foot's been hurting as you've mentioned on this podcast i hurt my foot jumping in to save my child get out and um my daughter's still crying, so I take my son over there who's in shock because he was drowned and uh, sitting there attending to my daughter, and I'm thinking, uh, I love being a single parent. This is awesome. <laughs> Co-parent. Other Co-parent. than that, Co-parent. it was a good vacation, okay? It was fine. There was no other incidents. Uh, wasn't okay. your family there with you, your, uh, your rest of your extended family? Yeah, they were all upstairs sleeping. So. <laughs> That's what you get for going to the pool at midnight. That's a connect move. <laughs> After a... Uh, dinner of uh pixie sticks and hell house uh but then you're gone for a week and then what happens me and zach go on two separate vacations to south carolina what a fucking world totally. no you're not even ready you're not even ready you ready hit me i'm not gonna be on the podcast the next two weeks because i'm going to montana so <sighs> which part because i could talk about montana for a while baby um i'm going we're going to big sky first and then we're gonna try to go to Well, but we're gonna like saying you're going to the heart of it all in Ohio. Or is it <laughs> oh come on, you're being tongue in cheek. Though we're going to Bozeman and then to Big Sky and then uh, uh, I forget the oh we're going to some ranch like 20 miles off like the main road, um, which I think is like every house in Montana. But um, well, if yeah, you, if you go to the least exciting city in Montana, Billings, I was there for about two months. So I can tell you a lot about Billings and uh, yeah. I can tell you about the soup girl. <laughs> Does Mayor know about the soup girl? This is pre-Mayor. Anyways, there was a, no, it felt like Slim Pickens in Montana, <laughs> but we tried our best. We were working for the airport for two months in Montana. Met a girl at the soup place. I think it was called the soup place and it had a horrible connotation because every time i thought of her i thought about like soup and soup grosses me out so i just imagine like a <laughs> her like bathing in a bowl of soup or something <laughs> you ever been like talking to someone well back in the day let's say you're talking on aim you're talking on facebook messenger to a, usually a woman and you like fart <laughs> and it smells terrible and you associate it with the person you're, and you're like talking to a girl and you just all you're smelling is this horrible fart and you're like fuck Yes. Okay. Yeah. I've I've gotten permanently it's called adverse <laughs> adverse conditioning. Yeah. I've gotten permanently turned off by a a girl's dog fart. <laughs> dog farts are pretty rough. But anyways, it was time for the soup girl to leave my hotel room. And uh <laughs> and I had no way to say it. I was leaving in the morning back for Cincinnati and she pulled out this tiny I didn't know at the time, but uh make believe pistol. <laughs> this looked very accurate. I was like, well, I really got to be up quite early in the morning. And uh, she was like, would this be funny or something? And like, was like pointing at me. And I thought it was like one of those little tiny pistols that you could still murder somebody. Old timey ones. 
Uh, no, I mean, it looked just like a little palm thing. And she kept like, she thought it was like hilarious. You know, when you're like pointing a rubber band at somebody's eye and you're dodging it. Like that was me, except like thinking <laughs> I get shot by the soup girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then she clicked it a few times and no bullets came out. And I was like, okay, <laughs> time to get the fuck out of here, soup girl. <laughs> I've had enough. But Zach, I heard there was lots of jellyfish where you were. <laughs> Talk to me. Oh yeah, it was like a fucking... Uh... <clears throat> Well, I won't say what I was going to say, but yeah, I don't bad. want to edit. I'm already going to leave in soup girl, but jellyfish aquarium. <laughs> no, I was going to equate it to a uh, Las Vegas, but people were just dropping <laughs> left, oh, and, damn. left and right. Um, you just kept hearing screams and like of horror and panic. Um, parents running out and like carrying their kids who were like, just, <laughs> and then uh, I've been stung by a jellyfish. It's not like that. But um, kids are stupid. <laughs> it didn't make for like a stressful vacation. Um, my kid, he didn't. I kept telling him like, dude, people are dropping like flies out here, getting stung by jellyfish. He was like, did you get stung? I'm like, no. He was like, I want to swim. And then uh, one morning we step out there. We're like six inches deep, and we see the giant, the biggest stingray I've ever seen. And uh, he's like, put me down. I'm like, no, look right there. He's like, so. And uh, anyway, we made it out unscathed. Had a good time. Uh, I was two hours north in South Carolina. Did not see a jellyfish. Did not see much marine life at all, save no. for four or five dolphins. No, we considered uh, driving up to where Jonah was to escape escape the wildlife, but four hours worth of driving. I was like, eh, I'll let him get stung. Yeah. No, mine was quite pleasant. And then we drove back Thursday, left at 3.30 in the morning, got back in the afternoon. I did not nap, and then I went to the game, so I was a little bit delusional. I'm surprised I didn't yell anything more... Uh, strange at wayne hmm. but i didn't nick you're thinking no it's fucking thinking vacation radio yeah what yeah well. yeah uh, so i i got it here i got my notes at down billing soup girl with with toy gun we're, <laughs> I, we're fucking hitting you'd be it. surprised we're hitting but it, uh, i couldn't find her on facebook using just no, no. soup girl <laughs> you know so, people wrote in a lot and said like oh we really loved kevin letting us know how Audi should be utilized and this and that but i miss hearing about Zach and Jonah's and Nick's vacations and kids. Well, don't worry. We're on an hour and 12 and I already told you I'm not editing this podcast. So <laughs> you're fucked buddy. Um, Nick. Yeah. Vacations are over and then they're about to begin. I'm going another one August too. the day after hell is real. We'll have to film that film that record that in the car coming back. Oh, wow. Just let me have it. You're going there too. Aren't you? Uh, true. Can I watch <laughs> your uh, pool while you're gone? You can look at it for sure. Um, <laughs> Nick, final thoughts on the week. Man, what an episode. Sorry, everybody. Just kidding. About normal. Talk to me. Final Nick. thoughts. Yeah. Final thoughts. I, th- I thought Adi had uh, some good performances, good shillings. I think tonight he was showing for the ball a lot. I think he was um, doing things that I would expect a holding striker to do. Um, coming back for the ball, fighting for it, fighting guys off. So um, just gonna just gonna hope he continues to do that and continue the hope that Frankie's gonna get one in the net and uh, just have a whole new spurt of confidence. And uh, yeah, all I really care about at this point is fucking beating the crew. And uh, you know, you don't think we're gonna take Toronto out Saturday? No? no, I mean I do. I hope we win. Mm-hmm. Um, you fool. I think what. I'm saying I didn't mean to call you a fool. I think <laughs> what I'm saying so is the crew is the new benchmark for the season for me. Like, like we got to win these games against the crew. I'd like to finish above them. That'd be pretty hilarious. Um, 
But yeah, what was I gonna say? You never get, you never you never let me explain why the subway commercial was brilliant, but we'll do it we'll do it another day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't you know at an hour thirty it might be a little much, but uh, <laughs> it was a South American subway commercial. Does that change anything? Not really. <laughs> uh, it'll never air in America. Zach, your final thoughts. Sum it up. We're truly at the bottom, but that's okay, right? Yeah, it's fine. Great. Uh, Amelia. Amelia. What's good? Yeah, out here. I, moved. I don't want to edit. <laughs> I moved over to, uh, me and Nick moved over to Jonah's section at halftime because there were some empty seats for Fairweather fans. And the uh, first thing is it gets shouted at me is, where's Amelia? Where's Amelia? I've never seen you before in my life. Why would I know? I just said too far away. Where were you? Where, where were you? Uh, my final thoughts. Last place forever. Nick? Nick's. Nick. Nick. Doing dishes. Doing, he's got cans. He's <laughs> talking on strings. I think I'm opening up a can of soup over here. You have me in the mood. <laughs> Just stick your big Diplon dick right in that soup. Right into this fucking cream of tomato soup, yeah. I get that I implied that I slept with the soup woman. I did not. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> Whatever happened in the room between me and Soup Girl, it's going to my grave and to the dozens of people I've already talked to about it. Soup Girl, if you're out there listening in Billings, get a life. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing listening to this shit? Uh, God bless you, Soup Girl. Thanks for not shooting me. Uh, first place forever, what did I say? A million, what's good? All right. Rise together for eyes together. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, Chad. I saw you're officially graduated you're a cincinnati firefighter it'll be uh westwood so now you can come back to the podcast you got some free time now now that you're actually a firefighter get your uh your kelly day yeah i know about kelly days bro that means you can get a bunch of days off in a row do some trades come back on the pod can't wait to have you um rise together fries together i already said that um soccer 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 mm. kevin what's good thanks um uh see ya Goodbye. Hey, how about those jellyfish? Jellyfish. jellyfish. Soup, girl. Soup girl. Peace. 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 Dishes. Nick? 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 Yeah. All right. All right. Goodbye. Right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Who the fuck wants to live forever? Ready? No!